All right, it's the Keefe to the City Yankees podcast, and the Yankees win again. They beat the Orioles 10-3 to on Wednesday night at the stadium. They win the series, winning the final two games of the series after getting shut down and embarrassed on Monday night. They bounce back to win two out of three against the Orioles. They are now 12-6 and since the All-Star break, but unfortunately, the Rays won on Wednesday night, the Red Sox won on Wednesday night, the A's won on Wednesday night, so they didn't make up ground on anybody they're chasing. And yeah, that's kind of the problem with being so far behind is even when you're playing well, uh, there's going to be days where you run in place. And that was the case on Wednesday. So winning two out of three against the Orioles, somewhat of a letdown, but with nine games left against them entering this week, I thought they needed to go seven, two, they go two and one. So now they need to win five of the last six games to stay on that pace to win 96 games to win the division to win me my preseason over 95 and a half win wager. And it wasn't all pretty. On Wednesday night, the Yankees were no hit through the first three innings against Matt Harvey, who had shut them down earlier in the season with one run allowed over six innings. Another abysmal early game performance from the Yankees. I mean, a third of the game, they were no hit by a bad starter. And I get that he's been on this three game scoreless inning streak, but it came against the Royals. It came against the Nationals. It came against the Tigers, three offenses that are horrible. In some cases, even worse than the Yankees, whose offense has been just atrocious this season. But eventually, the Yankees figured him out. It began with the Anthony Rizzo, who had an awesome at bat his first time up in the first inning. You know, just missed a few home runs with foul balls, eventually walked his second time up. Same story, hits a few long foul balls, eventually gets one fair, hits the home run. That sort of propelled the Yankees. And DJ LeMahieu with three hits uh, following up his two-hit night the night before. So five hits over the last two nights. And that's what the Yankees need from LeMahieu. He had a pair of doubles on Tuesday night. He adds another double on Wednesday night. And the Yankees can't have a league average hitter in their leadoff spot. Not with the other names they have on this team. Even if those names you know, aren't meeting the back of their baseball card per se this season, they've been better than LeMahieu has. But I get the the goodwill the stock he built up over the last two seasons that's what's kept him in the leadoff spot all season this season and you know it's not like his on base is terrible he's 345 on base but the lack of the ball going the other way the lack of lifting the ball the lack of driving the ball that's sort of been his problem this season uh Rizzo he had the walk he had the home run Judge one for five, not a great night for him. He came up, the Yankees were leading by a run. He had a runner on third with less than two outs, struck out on three pitches in a completely uncompetitive at bat. And that's what we've seen from Judge a lot this season. Big spot, chance to add to the lead, chance to take a lead, chance to tie the game, chance to come back. He's never there. But if you're up five, six runs, solo home run every time. Joey Gallo, another hitless night. Uh, he did walk once, but 0 for 4 for Gallo. John Carlos Stanton was 2 for 3. One of those two hits was a blooper down the right field line, which found grass, which scored three runs, uh, and Stanton ended up on second base there. So a three-run double on the most laziest, bloopiest ball you'll see. Glaber Torres, two for four nights. Glaber added another double. Higashioka, one for two with a double and a walk. Big night for him. He's had infrequent playing time now for a few months, uh, coupled with his time um, on protocol and unavailable. And then Brett Gardner, 0 for two. He came out of the game for Sanchez, who drew a big walk, uh, eventually added a hit. So Sanchez, one for one with a walk and two runs. The Yankees offense, an awesome performance. And that's what you're going to need to see from this team. You're going to need to see explosions. You're going to need to get laughers. They can't play the way they have all season where every game you need your elite relievers. You can't play a full season like that. And that's what they've sort of done. On Tuesday, it was the fourth time all season they've hit double-digit runs. On Wednesday, it was just the fifth time. 
In 107 games, only five times they've scored double-digit runs. I think it's the weight of our lineup starting to pay some dividends. I think we're a little bit fortunate enough. We had we had some bounces go our way offensively that allowed us to really pile on. But I think if you look at our lineup now, and and you know there's some balance there, and I really do feel like our our best offensive days are still ahead of us as as this group continues to gel together. And um, but definitely nice when when those big numbers have been a little bit of a challenge for us this year to, to throw out back-to-back double digits, hopefully as a, as a sign of, of just them continuing to build. They got two laughers against the Orioles. They had a few earlier in the season, but for more than a month, going back to the end of June, they've only had four wins prior to this week where they won by two or more runs. You just can't win like that. You just can't. So it was a great performance. The, the first few innings were frustrating. To get down 2 nothing in the first, the Orioles add another one on a solo home run in the third. To be down 3 nothing to the Orioles and you're watching the Yankees get no hit by Matt Harvey, it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Come on. Matt Harvey sucks. The Orioles suck. Thankfully, it turned around. That would have been a horrible loss. Horrible. With everyone else winning, throwing away a game against a bad team like the Orioles who are now 31 games under 500. Can't have that. And the Yankees have to keep their winning ways. 12 and 6 since the All-Star break. They need to be better than that. Winning 2 out of 3 from the All-Star break on wasn't going to get them where they needed to be. They need to play 700 baseball. They've done that now. Their last 10 games, they're 7 and 3. That has to continue all the way through the end of regular season. And starting on Thursday night, a huge four-game series against the Mariners who are in the wild card race. No, I don't think they're as good as the Yankees. I don't think they're as good as the A's. I don't think they're as good as the Rays or the Red Sox or any team with real postseason aspirations. But... They've been a pesky bunch all season, and they just took two out of three from the Rays at the trap. That's tough to do, and they did it. And they n- nearly came back in the ninth with a two-run deficit on Wednesday to tie the game. They left a runner on third base with two outs in the ninth, or that game was going to the bottom of the ninth, potentially extra innings. They just played the Rays tough. The Yankees sort of had their way with them earlier in the season in Seattle, but that doesn't mean it's going to be the case this weekend. We got a tough team coming in tomorrow for a big series, and uh, and we just got to you know, keep grinding away. No, we've got a tough road ahead of us, but looking forward to it. And I think all the guys are too. The one good thing here is that the Mariners are going to use three left-handed starters this weekend. Three. That's the, not the way to beat the Yankees. <laughs> Throw anybody who's right-handed. They could be throwing 83. That's what you want to see. Right-handed starters against the Yankees. To throw lefties this weekend for the Mariners, this is set up beautifully for the Yankees beautifully outside of Rizzo and Gallo they'll throw seven right-handed bats in the order and Rizzo as you can see hits lefties better than righties so he's not going to be neutralized and Gallo we just I just wish he'd start hitting period but if he's the hole in the lineup that's fine because he'll still take his walks he'll still get on base maybe he'll run into one if Joey Gallo is your biggest concern going into a weekend against left-hand starting pitching, you are set up nicely. And the Yankees here on my pacing sheet to get to where they need to be, they need to win three out of four this weekend. And with three left-handed starters going, they should be able to do that. So Yankees and Mariners begins on Thursday night at the stadium. Nestor Cortez gets the ball. Haven't seen him in a while. Hopefully he keeps up this magical run he's on and doesn't revert back to the Nestor Cortez with his first go-around with the Yankees two years ago. Right now, the Yankees need good starting pitching. And for the most part, they've been getting that, unless your name's Andrew Heaney. So so that'll do it for today. Yankees Mariners on Thursday night at the stadium. Thanks for listening. I'll be back after the game to talk about it.